just in case some people missed the first one, talk about Bridging the Gap. Okay, so Bridging the Gap is a it's a platform that we're having where we're gonna pretty much we're gonna connect the dots between international entrepreneurs, creatives, uh, authors, and we're gonna utilize that to put people in a position to be around like-minded individuals to try to make put them in a position to be successful. A lot of times, you know, people don't have the platform or the resources, and we want to be that resource for entrepreneurs all over the world. You know, because together we can create something that's you know that can actually take over and influence a lot of people around us you know sometimes people that just need to be put in a position to do something we got all these great ideas and great yeah. thoughts but we're not put in a position or around people to make it happen so we're going to be that platform for everybody to come together to um utilize us utilize our resources and build and grow together and let's make it happen yeah so i was gonna kind of piggyback off of that I was in a room full of entrepreneurs yesterday, and I'm so mad that you missed it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> but um, Divine Change, I believe that's what it was, um, it was just a room full of business owners, like uh, teachers. It was just a, a room full of people that was just like, this is a room full of black excellence, and this needs to be um, appreciated so much more on a higher level because a lot of times you see us depicted in social media or wherever, just doing bad stuff. <laughs> like, oh, black people, that's all they do is this, that, and the third, but not really seeing that we're trying so hard to make our voices heard and to make a mark on this world for a great cause. So shout out to Divine Change and uh, Brand. <laughs> Both in balance. Both in balance. Both in balance. But you know what's crazy? <laughs> to to kind of follow up on what you said, I feel like negativity sells, right? When you watch the news and you watch anything that that they push, when it comes to us especially, negative stuff sells. You know, they want to see it. They have us already in a certain light, and people like to, you know, use that to kind of throw us under the bus. You know, so what we got to do is when we go to these events and they're doing something and we're working towards bigger goals, we want to kind of put that out there to kind of bring more people in and kind of push people uh you know this is black excellence here you know this is for all minorities you know we all trying to do something let's make our voices heard and let's utilize our skills and talents and come together and make some stuff happen yeah i'm coming next time though you better i <laughs> gotta go yeah i was trying to hit up a lot of people just to get their tickets and come out and it was it was a good turnout we had stephen l robinson the relationship coach okay he said a whole bunch of stuff. He was calling out a lot of you guys out there. <laughs> I was like, damn, you know, why are you putting the men out there on Front Street? About Tell there, me something you know? he said. Let me know so what he said. So he was like, oh, if if a guy is on his phone. Oh, no, wait. Let me tell you. Okay, so he said, if your phone dies, this is the female. If okay. your phone dies and you ask your significant other, your man, to use his phone to call someone or something like that and he has to go through his phone to check and clear all this other stuff that's a red flag <laughs> what if there was some private uh, no, you know I'm what joking. i'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> we can't even get into that right? <laughs> but i mean you know a man's phone is private you know i Why? have a, i mean that's private private business it's nothing against the we can't get into that <laughs> 
I was gonna say, like, if you're in a relationship, why should anything be private at that point? So you're trying to say my phone is your phone? Yes. I don't agree with that at all. I feel like <laughs> my business is my business. I don't even have to be doing nothing slick, but what if I'm having conversations oh with the God. guys, you know, and there's stuff that we want to keep between us. We might okay. have some inside See, jokes. I kind of agree with you because I know how you guys are. You always want eye candy. You always send each other pictures, whether it's nude or whatever. I don't know nothing about this. <laughs> in a relationship. You know but it's true. I feel like, all right, yeah, we do all that stuff. The same way ladies might do it. You know, your friends might send you something in the group chat. We don't want to know everything y'all doing in girl talk one-on-one. You know, we want to, we kind of, we'll give you the phone. Look what we're going to do. We're going to make it easy for you. We're going to log in. Boom, look at this. And hey, who is this woman? All you're going to get. See, who is that? <laughs> that is nobody. <laughs> that is nobody on it. You feel me? We're going to put you right there where you need to go so you don't get lost. And there you go. So you don't get lost. Yeah, because you might want. This is an Android. Everybody got an iPhone. I don't want you to get lost. Boom, you go right there. You make your phone call. I get all my right. phone back. Do you believe in password exchange? See my man over there. He like, mm, don't say it, bro. Don't say it. <laughs> I gotta stay strong for the fellas. No, I don't <laughs> believe in password change. What I do believe in is my phone is my phone. Your phone is your phone. <laughs> Need to get in. I'll fingerprint you in. I'll get you in. And that's I'm it. I'm put. Put you in the right direction, that's and then that's it. it. That's it. You don't, you don't need, need to be. To you don't need to wander else. anywhere and up in, you know, Google <laughs> Chrome or something. You know, so I got to make sure you do. Oh, looking at the search history. I mean, you don't want to see my search history. Because that was that was kind of the conversation yesterday as well, where he was like, you know, the archives yeah, saves everything, so you could just go and look at that and look at the history. Do you judge a man off his history? I can't. Okay, that's fair. Everybody has a pass. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, so, you know, I, we had a discussion one time, me and Nikki, and I think uh, Saf, we were talking about um, just that, do you hold a guy accountable for his body count or a girl accountable for her body count Ooh. back in the day, right? And we were talking about it, and I'm like, we don't live in that generation where, you know, we look down on women that used to say, yo, her body count is crazy. You know, I don't, I don't want to talk to her. We kind of look at it, but not as much. Now... Before we used to want the virgin and the clean, we don't really want the virgin anymore. You know, the virgin, she's out all the way out of here because we like a little experience. We don't want to have to teach you everything. I'm 32. I can't take you through all the kinks and everything of, of what to do and what not to do. I'll work with you, but I'm not going to teach you. And I don't feel like a man or a woman's past, they should really hold a person accountable unless she was an escort and selling. Would you go out with someone that's an escort? No. I don't even want to go out with a woman that knows too much people. So if you mixy and you in the mix, I don't even want to, I don't want to run into one of your mans while me and you out having a nice meal. So if the person is a radio personality okay. and they just know a lot of people. That's, that's different. That's different. I don't want your body counts to be eaten in the same place everywhere we go and stuff like that. Is that fair? I guess. See, last time it was I, two on I one. Just feel, but I just feel like there's a... Like, there's a double standard. How? Between women and men. Like, if a woman says she had six sex partners okay. in her whole life, she's like 35. But you're 35 and you had like 20. You think she's supposed to be okay with that? She's not, but if a woman says six, is probably 12. And You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Am I lying, fella? 
is probably 12 and so we got to be honest here right that that notion that you know guys have you know the difference between men and women and i don't i don't even want to dig too deep in this because that me too movement is strong and you know i'm all for women doing their thing but at the same time it's like there's a lot of things that come with a woman you know there's a lot of emotions tied into it you know some women have the ability to separate that and then at the end of the day women get pregnant you understand so a lot of times here we go you get no think about it right you get put in a position where you're sleeping with a guy or you're sleeping around you get pregnant now and then you don't even know who the dad is and then you stuck raising sure. a kid by yourself and the sure. guy's going over doing what he was doing you know and it's messed up but that's just the standard who told eve to bite the apple uh, the serpent. <laughs> okay, so one that's... of y'all, one of y'all men. <laughs> <laughs> it's always gonna be the guy's fault, so we gonna have to roll with that, you know. And at the same time, I feel like you. Know, at the end of the day, if you into somebody, they pass body count. You know, ain't nothing crazy. You dating a person now. People go through phases. They go through growth. You know, if it doesn't affect you that much, then you know, do your thing. All to it. Just let me see. Make sure you get checked. Everybody stay clean. Strap up. I'm always pulling that. Don't use the NYC condoms. Don't use those steroid clothes. <laughs> Stop being cheap. <laughs> Birth control works. Birth control does work. No Just but, putting that out there. Tell me about your week. What was going on, man? What you had going on? So let me go back to the beginning because I messed up the name. So divine underscore ambassador is on Instagram. So check them out. Uh, Jenna is actually the one that hosted the event last night so just want to put that out there um but yeah i've i've been doing a lot of stuff this week between like a photo shoot that i had with courtney laris i always say her name wrong (laughs) but she has a show the world there she was on a show kind of like the bachelorette kind of but it's on the own network okay okay um i think i sent it to you but that was that was awesome. I did a small little interview. Then I did an interview with uh, Anjanetta Pinkston about her good. her movie coming out called The Keys. The Keys. Keys. Okay. I think that's coming out next month. I have to like check the dates and stuff, but I'll let everybody know. Everybody knows that I'm free to just post stuff. So I try to tell everybody like if you have events want to plan something my cousin he's a nightlife promoter and he has a great website called always the vip VIP. yeah so you have to check him out he always has stuff at up and down uh troy liquor bar you know just these upscale places in the city and yeah just booking people to come on nikki marie show and try to see bridging the gap fits in there yeah, bridging the gap is definitely going to fit in there. You know, there's a lot of things that I feel like we could bridge the gap in between. And I feel like, you know, I've been re- seeing a lot of people want to uh, write books now. And I've been running into a lot of people that help publish it, you know. And so what I'm trying to do is, if you're writing a book, you know, something I learned is that you definitely have to be consistent with it. You know, the more time you take to put it off, make sure you get all the copyright and infringement down. Make sure that everything needs to be in order before you drop that book. You yeah. know, and uh, like we said, Saf just dropped a new book. Um, I bought it. it. It's pretty good. It's a book of poetry, and I just want to see everybody pushing towards what they got to do. Yeah. You know, um, That's my next step. Write a book? Yeah. What are you going to call it? Well, I want to write a children's book. Children's book. I have the name for it. I don't know if I should say it because somebody might, you know, 
Try to cop that. What age group are you targeting? <laughs> um, it's between I want to say four and eight years old. Okay. Okay. How long is it? It's this a, book? it's kind of like an adventure book. Basically. Okay. Okay. Thirty-two pages. And what inspired you to do that? My kids. Yeah. I always go with them. If anyone sees me, they know they see my little ones with me tagging along. I take them to interviews, photo shoots. <laughs> I take them to Sports Talk Radio when we do our thing on Wednesdays. They're right there with me. So I'm like, you know what? The Magic School Bus was a great show and book for me. So I was like, I need to do something kind of along those lines because we travel a lot of places. Um, Miami, we took the Amtrak, we took Amtrak, so we stopped at different various places, we got souvenirs, and I'm like, why don't I do something like this? We have so many adventures, and yeah, kids have can. the best imaginations. The best imagination in the world. Their, their mind is constantly absorbing as yeah. they're growing, so, you know, shout out to all the parents out there, um, single parents, <laughs> parents that are together, you know, shout out to the kids, man. Yo, raise your kids right, man. You got to understand that. The kids is the future. This generation coming up, they, they're going to have the opportunity to do a lot of big things, and they need the right influences around them. Um, I feel like fathers, we got to be there for our kids, man. They need us a lot. I'm, no shade to the moms, you know. Moms, <laughs> y'all are doing a no phenomenal shade. job. But fathers, we got to step up. And we got, You know, I know a lot of guys that are doing their job, you know, and, you know, we just got to be there. There's a security that comes with... Um, a father and a guidance. We set the bar, especially for our daughters, you know. Um, we set the bar for them. And somebody was having a discussion um, at my job and they were saying that women and men, they said that women spend so much time, at least lately, for the past couple of years, you know, trying to prove that they can do what men do, right? Mm -hmm. That they're losing essence, essence of the uniqueness that a woman talents, right? And I really yeah. thought about that and I'm thinking about, you know, women are doing an excellent job, you know. They're taking over the medical field. They're being lawyers. They're working hard. They're finishing school at a higher rate. And a lot of women are making a lot more money than men. And there's something that I came to think about. And I'm like, yo, you know, the men was knocking the doors down. And the women were telling them which doors to knock down. You know, in a sense, it's like there's a certain kind of spiritual guidance that a woman comes. I remember growing up, my, my mom used to get that little intuition in her gun and be like, yo, don't go there. And I would go there and I end up in some kind of trouble. It's a certain instinct that a woman mm. provides, yeah. you know? women's intuition. It's, I, I wanted to touch base on that. Do you feel like women are losing that uniqueness that they have or are they adding on? What, what do you think? Um, it's kind of hard to say because women have so many different hats that they have to put on that it's hard to just be in one bubble, so okay. to speak. But I, I can't even, I don't know. I think women are just underestimated and unappreciated. I don't think it, I think <laughs> women have been placed in a position where they've had to kind of, you know, put that uniqueness aside to kind of do what men are doing because there's so much single mothers out there, you know, True. so much women that True. had kids at a young age. So you got forced to do it on your own and I know a lot of guys that grew up and their mom raised them, you know, and she had to be the provider, the security right. and you know, being put in that position where there's no guy there, you have to kind of do that, you know. And I feel like as long as that divorce rate stays high, as long as there's, you know, people having kids. The divorce rate is low right now. How low is low? I don't know the exact percentage, <laughs> but the divorce rate is low. However, 
it could be one or two things. It could be people are not getting married as much as they were before. Okay. Because now in some places, living with your significant other is acceptable versus being married. So how do you feel about that? You feel like, because I, I was thinking about this, marriages, marriages, marriage is, is, a, <laughs> is essentially a business. Yes. Right. I, I cover like... this on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I be, like my podcast, my podcast was basically outlining all the reasons of why you may not even have to get married. Why do you need that? But, I get it. I get it. But in the eyes of the Lord, if you're a spiritual person, marriage is supposed to be what you're supposed to do. It's traditional. Okay. So even some. even though for some people it's like okay this is a business uh, this is a agreement it's a legal agreement with the the state the government whatever but some people are like I don't want the state or the government to control who I marry when I decide to get married what properties we're gonna divide so it's essentially a third party involved versus if you're not yes. married it's just you and your partner so do you feel like married because for me women. You know, you grow up with these fairy tale stories sometimes. You know, the prince is gonna save you sometimes, right? And they they want you to kind, they want marriage. You know the story with prince. Oh, okay, okay. Princess, <laughs> you know, and I feel like a lot of women they feel like marriage solidifies them, right? But what True. it doesn't do is True. it doesn't enhance that. It doesn't enhance love. It doesn't make your relationship better. I feel like. See, these are the things that I would love to ask Stephen at this moment. <laughs> Stephen, we need be like, you. <laughs> be like, okay. Podcast. Being married, does that mean that you're going to love the person any more or less? Whether you choose to get married or not, is that going to change how you feel about the person? Me, personally, I feel like it doesn't. I feel like all it really does is it kind of ties the knot on legal terms with things that after you leave or if you do this and we get divorced, you get this and stuff like that. Like we said, it's a third party involved, right? But as far as... You know how you feel about somebody for some people marriage is a big thing you know so for that guy that wants to go out there or that woman that wants to go out there and show people like look i'm married now i've right. been devoted it's a sign of stature or status right mm-hmm. versus think about it. if you were with a guy for 10 years and he ain't popped the question for you your homegirls will be down your back like True. what's up with that you True. know and it puts a lot of pressure on you and yeah. the guy in a sense you know um and guys use that sometimes to as their last stroke when they know they fucked up a lot you know fellas i'm not trying to throw y'all under the bus <laughs> yes, just, you are. just hypothetically yes, speaking yes. yes when you mess up you know and they know that the relationship is in shambles you know they will just throw the ring out there to try to keep mm. you and hold you, you know, um, or they throw a baby out there to try to lock you in who throws the baby out there <laughs> just we, <don't>, saying. <laughs> we can't have i mean i'm just saying some people think that having a child with someone oh, yeah. is gonna hold them together for the most part it ties you together but it doesn't hold you together exactly you know um i think people need to understand that you know stop trying to trap somebody that you want to be with you know a kid is not going to change the relationship how somebody feels about you is going to be expressed in their actions right no ring no kid you know nothing is going to hold somebody to say yo i'm going to be with you forever that guy that's doing what he's doing you think a baby's going to tie him down guess what you're going to be stuck with the kid and he's going to be doing his own thing pretty much See what I'm saying? Yeah. I got pe- people try to trap me a couple times in my lifetime. You know what? You know, I'm not going to call no names out. <laughs> put nobody on blast, but... You know, I want to do a lot more um, public speaking and, you know, events and stuff. Um, Talk about spirituality. Spirituality versus religion. 
Are you big on energy? Um, kind of. Okay. To what extent? Wait, so let me tell you guys a story. <laughs> every time I know, every time I'm like, let me tell you guys. Okay, so you know I was working here for many years, right? Here as in Berkeley College? Yeah, I didn't want to put that out there, but you know. Okay. <laughs> so I left in June. But like a month before I left, I had Jehovah Witnesses come to my house. You let them in? Yes. See? See? So I did a podcast called Who's Knocking at My Door? And I was like, who are you to tell me what to believe in or who to believe in, what religion I should choose, blah, 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 blah. But as I started talking to them a lot more, I'm like, you know, maybe I could just listen. So that's what I do. We go over the Bible and I listen to their take, they listen to my take, and I believe in communication. So spiritual, yes. Energy, yes. But as far as like living by the guidelines, I'm probably a sinner right now. Like We're all sinners. I'm not even gonna No, I know we are, but I'm probably like really bad. What's really bad? I'm not gonna say it. They say no sin. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> We'll talk about that offline. Offline. We'll talk you about know that. Offline. What? <laughs> Whatever. No, but, but do you I, believe in like energy? Connecting I'm big on people? energy. I'm big on energy. I feel like the universe. Uh, sometimes the universe aligns perfectly based on situations, right? So, I feel I don't want to really put this out there because of you know job security and stuff like that. But oh snap! At you the end say of the it. day, <laughs> Palmer Cruz energies. <laughs> Holla! That's a big song right now. But now nah, think about it like this, right? When a lot of times you ever been so positive, right? The things that you intake in your body, right? It has all a reflection on how you move outside, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of times people come up to you and they're like, hey, you know, your energy is good, you know, because it's something that's radiant. People feel it as you move up. Well, you ever been around somebody you're like, yo, I just got a bad feeling about this person. That yeah. person's probably, even with babies, you know, if there's a baby around you and you make your babies cry all the time, you probably have a bad energy around you. Mm -hmm. Babies can sense these things, you know? Um, and as far as spirituality, I feel like whatever keeps you at peace, right? So I don't like to identify a lot of things with religion because religion really comes down to a lot of people is who's right versus who's wrong, you know? So I don't want to throw shade at nobody, especially if they grew up and that's all they know, you know? At the end of the day, our relationship with God is a spiritual connection with God. You know, there are guidelines and rules you follow based on your religion. But that spirituality connection is that's your intimate relationship with God. That's your prayer. That's your devotion. You know, whatever keeps you at peace and makes you a better individual, mm -hmm. you know, I'm all for it. You know, so I can't look at somebody that's, you know, doing believes in Buddhism and say, hey, you're wrong and stuff like that when it's making them a better person. You know, I feel like whatever your connection is with God and how you choose to connect with him, you know, the universe aligns that for you and gives up a good energy. And people feed off of that, you know. Gems came down here. You met Gems. Yeah. And his energy was just to go. The baby Idris. Baby Idris Alba. <laughs> Gems only one, you know. Um, <laughs> he came down here and he had a, a real assertive energy about him, right? And he came out here with no major plan. And he sat down with me and he wanted to get things moving. And it was just like everybody that he got around picked up off his energy and we were all just working you know and we got so much done in a week 
and I was thinking about it, and I'm like, imagine if you were consistent with that energy and we push forth and you influencing people around you. Right. You know, especially if it's something positive, that stuff is contagious. So yeah. I'm big on preserving your energy, the people that you let in your space, yeah. the people that you sleep with. You know, when you indulge in sexual The people that you allow on your phone. Allow on my phone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people my phone. you allow to open that. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. <laughs> you know, um, preserve your energy. Be careful of the people that you let involved with yes. your energy. That you know, know your business. That's true. Because some people will take that information and use it against of you. Of course. Of course. You got to... There's Dang, snakes in the know, grass. People want to use it. Of course. <laughs> you know how it goes. You know how it goes. <laughs> Telling all your secrets. Let's sip that tea. Let's sip that tea. You know me. But at the same time, man, um, preserve your energy. Uh-oh. We got to play energy. We definitely got to play energy. I mean, Karma Cruz, energies. She was just here in the U.S. She's back in the U.K. I'm pretty sure she's working. Let me hear some energies. Always working. Always oh, working. No days off. I got it right here. You do? Mine is probably louder than yours. You think? Yes, I thought yes, y'all. <laughs> Energy's coming. Because now we got this Santa Con going down. Yeah, they, we got to take y'all down there. And let it's see it's lit. Going. It's lit. You guys got to come to Point Break. If you out here in NYC, come to Point Break. Karma Cruise, Energies, Public Sector, ENT. I I'm telling you, this, this is a big hit right here. That's K-A-R-M-A-H C-R-U-Z Oh yeah, you like this <laughs> I get that Henry What's going on? First Chronicles four verse ten. Yeah. 
so I, I will be free from some of that meditation you know, to, to get the touch of on Spotify so you guys gotta go and check that out right now alright we about to get some drinks oh, yeah, up yeah, yeah. here <laughs> we about to get some drinks in here we gotta Lots get a little lit. spicy I've been drinking since yesterday um, I had two drinks yesterday still a little hungover but they say the best way to beat a hangover Terrible. is what more more alcohol <laughs> you feel me? so bring me another shot of Henny matter of fact make that we gonna, we gonna really get into it man can I just go slow? Can yeah. I get like a, a, a amaretto sour or something? Fine. She wants an amaretto sour. I'm gonna do a penny with that. So guys, we are waiting for our special guest. Yes, Tanae. So tell everybody what you know about Tanae so far. Tanae. Is... I have a lot of questions. You got a lot of questions? Amaretto sour. Amaretta Sour. And Henny Neat. Henny Neat? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. We're going to let Tanae introduce herself because I want her to go into the full loop. You could just say where she, where she... I kind of want her to do her intro. I want to introduce her, but I want her to... I'm not, I'm uh, not gonna I'll tell you how I met Tanae, though. Yes. I met Tanae Tell us how you met Tanae. <laughs> Rain Noise Studios. Um, they were having an event last Friday. I went there, and Tanae... Uh, we're playing energies and she's walking around and I bumped into her we chopped it up for a bit and I found out she does journalism um, and I wanted to touch base on that you know there's a lot of people I know in that field and I feel like they feel like you know it's so hard to really branch out there's really only a yes. lot of internships it doesn't pay well there's a lot of intangibles that make it very hard to be for people to be successful in that area so I felt like she would be able to come here you know and tell a little about what she do did you know the barriers she faced how to get over that yeah. and just to give people a little insight so people that are in the same field you know don't feel discouraged you know because there are ways to branch out and and get through so I feel like this episode specifically is going to be catered to that audience and I feel yeah. like it's going to touch base on a lot of them mm-hmm. you know um, like I I used to live in Miami and I went to Miami Dade College and I studied mass communication and journalism and I <laughs> I was the editor-in-chief the copy editor um, the for the features editor the news editor a lot. for the metropolis so shout out to metropolis newspaper I think now they're online but before we had like printed paper and that was a lot of work. How old were you? Uh, 22, I think. It's not bad. 22. How was the pay? Was the pay good? No, it's a school paper. So it's oh, like so, a, it's okay. a, it's like a organization. Um, and so I joined it at first as the business manager because my major was business. So somewhere in there, once I started working for Metropolis, I changed my major from business to journalism. 
and I thought for sure I was going to be the intern for Seventeen Magazine, but that all kind of changed. <laughs> would you go back to that? I would. The opportunity. I would. I feel like, I feel like it's a dope um, area to be in. I feel mm-hmm. like it's people giving different perspectives and stories and being able to put that out in their own creative way. Yeah. You know, um, it's just that. Uh, I can't even speak, but from people, what people are telling me, it's very hard to find a paid gig that pays mm. decent, at least to pay the bills. You yeah. Know? But at what point does it become doing what you love versus paying the bills? Mm. Well, I think that you got to have a plan first. Okay. So if you're like me and you invested in your company, well, that you worked for, <laughs> and you have a 401k, that that's a good start invest in that as much as you can because over time that money accumulates and then eventually you can be in a position where you can leave your job or invest in other things outside of that like money markets and stuff like that i like the 401k plans where they double it or they add yes yes if you can get a job with that that's big they either match or they you know whatever it is yeah So that's what I did. A lot of investments. Um, So at least you have that cushion for like six to eight months. If you go without a plan, you're planning to fail. That's that's basically it. So plan to succeed and not to fail. Um, Because when you first start a business, you you don't make money. You make a lot of connections and you do a lot of work, but don't expect to get paid right away from the first couple of jobs that you do. So you gotta invest, invest smart. Invest in your craft, right? So if you're a camera person, for example, invest in the proper lens and stuff like that. Make sure that you're building your brand. Like nobody's gonna invest in your brand but you initially, right? So you have to kind of put in that groundwork for yourself make that investment because if it's something you're passionate about it's gonna pay off and i will drink there's no honey oh uh, my gosh um <laughs> there you go. go see you should have got what i got dang that does look um, good sour. Um, it, it'll start you off slow nah i'm not a jack and cold cheers to you guys <laughs> thank you and you get whatever you want for yourself boss of course thank you definitely of course mm. that's good oh put the I saw that. <laughs> What's going on? Yo, this come join us at Point Break, man. It's yes, Point Break NYC. They're on 45th. 45th between 5th and 6th. Yes. And it's 12 West. Yeah, 12 West, 45th Street between 5th and 6th. Yeah. The music is bumping. The food is delicious. The drinks are amazing. There's a lot of nutcases downstairs. It's a lot Santa of people wearing Santa Claus hats. <laughs> Where's your Santa Claus hat? You didn't get the memo? No, my Santa Claus hat is right here. <laughs> from, yo, listen, man. So I'm a bad dad, apparently, right? Because <laughs> let me tell y'all why. I'm a bad dad because I told I told my daughter Santa Claus saying her, right? See, so we got this deal that I can't lie to her, right? Oh, so, see that? Ooh, yes. This is good. This is good. Go ahead. And I told her, I'm like, yo, Mila, shout out to Mila Jane Edwards. That's my lovely daughter. She's six going on 16. Oh, um, shoot. <laughs> I told her Santa Claus ain't real, and I caught so much slack for it, and they said I'm messing up her childhood. But I know how I felt when I found out Santa Claus was real, 
And you know, me and my brother got real. that connected. Yeah, it wasn't real. <laughs> you know, so I told him if anybody take you, just pull on his beard. You know, because <laughs> why he got to get all the credit for the hard work that, you know, Ooh. mommy and daddy doing, we breaking Ooh. our backs for, and then we just give it to the credit to Santa Claus. See, that's a that's a point. You know what I'm saying? Am I, am I, I, am I, I home hear, on this? I hear what you're saying, but I still tell my kids that Santa Claus is real. But no, actually, no, no. Pause. Let me let me let me say that. Let me reiterate that. So it's not that I tell them Santa Claus is real. They just assume Santa Claus okay. is real, and I haven't told them anything different. Okay. So even the Tooth Fairy. I played the Tooth Fairy. We game. still. I play that. Do that. But that that's a good point. We work hard. And just to give the <laughs> and credit. then to give the credit to Santa. I mean, they know that certain presents and stuff come from us. Because even when they're watching TV and it's something that they see and they want it, they're like, oh, mommy, I want that. So I'm like, you know, if you behave and you good good grades and you do the, this and that, then I'm like, yeah, you'll get it. But sometimes they'll say, mommy, we have to make cookies for Santa Claus. And I still go with it. Even when we make the cookies, I go and eat it and I'm like, yo, Santa Claus ate that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we put out it. the it carrots. I'm a bad dad because I guess <laughs> I, I was eating all the cookies and the candy canes and all that. But I mean, it's, it's, it's nothing against telling your kids Santa Claus is real or fake, whatever the case is. Um, I just messed up early on and told my daughter um, he's not real and that daddy's Santa Claus. You know, Aww. so shout out to all my hardworking parents that's providing for their kids. You know, um, I just didn't feel like. Given the fat guy with the the I'm beard, done. how he's so big but and he's doing he all fat? that work. What's if he's not real? I'm just See, saying. See, this, this is this is the thing. When they make certain certain characters, isn't he depicted fat? But that's what I'm saying. When they make certain characters, why do they portray them in that way? What a fat way? Yeah, fat guy with a beard. Ho ho ho. I don't know. Why does that have Where to be him? We never researched. Because I've seen some men that have like really nice six packs playing Santa Claus and I'm trying to figure out okay is that the real Santa Claus <laughs> but you gotta understand why, yeah I gotta research I gotta find out why Santa Claus you know what let me go find like, this out now. like um, a lot of people they're like so why Jesus had to be the way he is depicted on all these different things when in the you know what you gotta let look me, at the people that me, was backing him right see that's a I conversation know. we can't let, even get yeah, into that I'm gets not, very that's spicy that's too much it's too we're much digging, it's we, too we, much yeah we yeah. we unrocked rap with some <laughs> some feathers right there I'm about to be real mad right now <laughs> <laughs> why is Santa Claus fat why is it no Google yo why is Siri Santa Claus <laughs> I got Bixby I got an Android oh so you don't even have Siri and I got I got I got Bixby what Bixby Bixby? Yo, so, yo Bixby so you call the person and you say Bixby? I say, yo, Bixby. Because I'd be like, yo, what's so serious? See, you don't say it right now because it's going to cut Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to say <laughs> Santa used to be skinny. But we have Alexa so in the house. Oh, Santa used to be skinny. Miss Claus. Wow. Oh, so Santa was skinny. See the things that you find on the internet? So if he was skinny, he probably didn't live in America. And then he came over here and started living in America. And he had that him. good, good food. He got that good, good. Miss Claus was cooking it up. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Claus. <laughs> Who said Mrs. Claus is white? She might be black. And nah. she feeding him way too much. Nah, some uh, collard greens with neck bones. and. So you mean to smoke, tell me. Smoked turkey. <laughs> all them chimneys Santa Claus was jumping down. He was 
able he ain't to get fit stuck. in. He ain't get stuck once. Right? Mm. You know what I'm See, saying? you got to think about stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm over Santa Claus. Or maybe, you know, the hypothetical reason is Santa Claus is here to, to overshadow the birth of Christ. You know, um, I've heard that notion. But I'm not getting into that. I'm definitely not getting into that. Nah. I want to play. I want to play this guy, uh, Dollar Boy, because he's always showing me mad love. Dollar Boy does show a lot of love. Yeah. I've been seeing him on my page. Shout out to Dollar Boy. From Nigeria. From Nigeria. We got to try to get him over here to the U.S. Let's, let's set it up, man. We get this distribution team going and, and get get them out here. <laughs> Take me to your mama Make a love in Anna 